So hello everybody, you're very welcome to this podcast. This is our first podcast, first official podcast for Dunboyne College. So um, on my left, I have the lovely Bee Flanagan. Bee was here with us at the beginning of September and she was delivering a programme that she calls the PALS programme. And her PALS programme is all about preparing not only students, you talk to students about this, but preparing people for you know their professional life it helps them in their personal life it helps them in all aspects of building their confidence building their self-esteem and you work not only for schools B but you also work in the corporate world as well delivering this programme so we were really interested in speaking to B and the students really were very interested in that last podcast and they asked would B do another podcast and here we are on a Wednesday afternoon did we think we were going to be here today so um, we also have two very important people to my right and we have Maeve Nemo and we have Derek Ball and they are both career guidance counsellors um, here in the college and they're very important people because they are the people that look after the students not only with regards to their academic and their professional life, they're moving on to university, all of that, they keep them right in what forms have to be filled out, their CAO forms, all of that. But when students get really anxious and they need somebody to talk to, they go over to these two lovely people. And sometimes the teachers call in as well for a wee bit of crack, isn't that right? When we're all feeling a wee bit um, anxious and then we go over and they tell us to get out. No, you don't tell us to get out, you tell us come on in and their door is always opened and it's fantastic. So, this podcast, this first podcast that we are delivering today, B is going to be talking along with Maeve and Derek. I'm just going to be here like refereeing them in case they, they get too rowdy and too raucous, especially that Derek over there. He gets very raucous. So we're going to be talking about um, the power of our thoughts, because obviously when we're starting off our academic career, and I'm, I'm, I'm gearing this now towards the students that are here and not only for students, but the future adults and the future professionals. You know, our thoughts are really important. B is going to talk about that in a minute. You know, it's very important that we're in a good headspace with regards to our thoughts. And we were trying to think of a name for today's podcast and I actually thought of a good one. And I thought, what about if we called it How to Eliminate Stinking Thinking? What about that? Very I didn't press. You didn't yeah. think I was going to come out with that? <laughs> that was really, really good. Exactly. Very impressed. Um, also, we have got um, questions as well from students because the students were very interested in, in having B, you know, answer some of the really um, questions that, that they, that really show up in their lives, I suppose you could say. And I wanted to start off with a quote by Milton because, of course, you know, Literature is my background. I always love to live my life by quotes. My husband says, not another quote. Um, so uh, Milton said once, and he was a very wise man, he said, the mind is in its own place and in itself can make a heaven of hell and a hell of heaven. So really, it's all about how do we get rid of those thoughts of limitation, thoughts of you know, um, lacking self-belief, all of those things. How do we change that thought process so that we can, you know, really step up to the plate when it comes 
changing our lives and moving forward into our lives. So I am going to now be quiet, which is going to be very hard for me, but may have said she's going to thump me if I keep talking because I'm too used to being in the classroom, standing at the top of the class, you know, talking away, talking at my students. But I'm going to let now, B is going to, to take us now on this whole journey of um, our thought processes and the power of our thoughts. Now, we have questions from students, B, and they're going to be, hopefully you're going to answer those questions. Now, we have six questions there from students. So, the wonderful B Flanagan and her pals programme and take it away, the power of our thoughts, B. Well, with an introduction like that, what can I say, Joanna? I mean, it's just super. Thank you so much. It's great to be here and to even think about having the opportunity. Isn't it wonderful to have the opportunity to sit here and be able to discuss things like our thoughts. I mean, in the past, people didn't want to talk about it and and people were kind of fearful of their thoughts if they were going down the road of being anxious or negative. And a lot of the time I am asked, you know, about negative thinking and how do we stay more positive? But it's about that quote you just said there. If you, if you, if you, would you mind saying it again? Yeah. Just to kind of pick into that. Yeah. So it was from Milton and he said, the mind is its own place. And in itself can make a heaven of hell and a hell of heaven. So in those there is is actually the secret to success because it's a choice. And a lot of the time it's how do we make the choice to feel more positive or to understand that our negative thoughts can be changed if we choose to. And it's, you know, there's a heaven change to hell or a hell change to heaven, as he said in the quote. And every day we have an opportunity to have a good day Um, by choosing the thoughts that will help us embrace that or having a challenging day by not recognising that thoughts are causing that reality. So it is very much, I mean, we've, what, 50, 60, 70,000 thoughts any day. Can you imagine? And 95% of them are usually um, automatic. They're repetitive thoughts that we just get up every day and the same thought happens again. So if the same thing is happening in our thoughts every day, then our experiences are going to stay very much the same. Situations may change, but how we experience those situations won't. So when we have a choice to to choose how we think, and and often when I work with students, whether it's on a one-to-one or in a classroom situation, and the students here, when we did the the, the, uh, YouTube live sessions back in September, they were so amazing. Their interaction was brilliant, wasn't it, Joanna? Mm, it was the way they came yeah. in with mm. the questions and I was blown away by their understanding and their authenticity and their vulnerability and their honesty when they and asked the questions. And their need to have those questions answered. answered. Yeah. And, and to, to, to be open to that. I mean, how wonderful it is. And that's testament to Dunboyne College here because you are giving the students the opportunity to have a voice and to be heard. Mm. So that was all a wonderful way to, to experience that. So when we look at those thoughts and how do we choose to, to make them more positive, I'm very much about identifying where your thoughts are so that you can experience the reality that you want to experience. Pressing pause is okay. If we just want to stop this, because this is these 50, 60, 70,000 thoughts are on the move all the time. If you can imagine your thoughts, uh, you know, I, I do a lot around emotional fitness. So if you can compare that to physical fitness, when you want to get fit physically, what do you do? You put your runners on, you go for a walk. You might be able to do 1K, then you build it up to 2K and you build it up to 3K. Emotional fitness is the same. Our thoughts need to be nourished and exercised 
in order to get stronger, fitter, more resilient, more empowered and have that strength behind them. So some days you might want to do a 2K walk and some days you might want to do a 10K walk. It's the same with our thoughts. Some days you'll feel more positive and some days you won't feel as positive. So it's identifying that. And there's three questions that I always feel are very powerful, whether we use them several times a day or we remember to check in even once a day with them. The first question is, how do I feel right now? Because our thoughts are directly uh, connected to our feelings and our feelings are created by our thoughts. And every thought that we have creates a feeling and that feeling determines the action that we take. So if we are having a positive thought, yes, it's going to generate a positive feeling. That positive feeling is going to generate a positive action, which I like to call being proactive. Mm -hmm. If we have a negative thought, that's going to generate a negative feeling. Mm -hmm. And that negative feeling is going to put us into action as well, but reaction. So you react to a situation as, as it's happening, as opposed to being proactive and preparing yourself. Now, we never know what's going to happen every day. So it's not about saying, let's be proactive today to be ready for the next challenge necessarily. But it's like, how do I get ready to be ready here right now in this moment for whatever might happen? Excellent. Yes, I totally agree with you there, B, and what you're saying. I wanted to know just to pose a question to um, Maeve and Derek. You know, obviously the students become, you become very important. You almost become fundamental to two of you in the life of your students because the students will go to you when they're at times when they are feeling really anxious and they really feel the need to talk to somebody about how they're feeling because they can't cope sometimes. They become so overwhelmed. I mean, have you found in your experience that the real root cause of that anxiety is their thought process, how they feel about themselves and how they um, are reacting to the thoughts that are, you know, that are coming into their minds and how do you tell them to try to eliminate that thought process? Well, I think it's, you know, students, I do always say to students, we need, we need to try and train ourselves to catch ourselves mm -hmm. with our thoughts mm -hmm. because like B has pointed out, the our thought process is very much like our, our other behaviour behaviors. It is a behavior and we can tend to repeat the same thing over and over again, just like that we behave physical behaviors and um, that we go to the same place or we, you know, we, we pick out the same clothes to wear or we do these things all the time. And our thoughts can be very repetitive. And it's about, as we said, identifying the thoughts, but not only that, it's catching ourselves. Uh, I like to try to say to students, we always need to try and catch ourselves in the moment of a thought to say it's very easy to not process something, not analyse it afterwards. And a day has passed and it was just say, oh, that was a really bad day or that was a really good day or that was because that went well for me. But but maybe like, why did it go well? You know, what what happened? What was I thinking at that moment? What made that different maybe than the last day I did it, that it was a little bit better yesterday when I did it? Like I, I logged into class um, I went, I logged in, even though I was late to class, I logged into class. Uh, but before, I, if I was late for class, I wouldn't log into class. Well, well, and the student might say to you, you know, that that was great. Like, that was good for me. I actually went to class. But maybe, well, why? Like, what were you thinking? What what changed that? What was different this time? And 
to stop and think about that so that it might mean something. Then you build on all those little thoughts. So you're, you're literally, you're, I just say, like pinch yourself. You pinch yourself to remind yourself of, OK, let me think about what actually happened there. So they're slowly changing your thought process into a more uh, creative or pros- positive thought process that you mightn't even notice it's making a, a, di- a big difference because thing- things that are big are big anyway. But the little things all matter in the thoughts and, and they build a big foundation and a basis for you then to be able to handle the bigger things better. So your thought process, um, it's, it's like training ourselves to stop in the th- stop to notice what we're thinking. Excellent. And Derek, what have you found? Well, I suppose just before I go on there, just as a thanks for your introduction. Oh, you're and, very um, welcome. you know, I think I know I speak for myself. It is an honour that students do come and talk to us. Yes, and of that course, when they are when they are yeah. struggling, that they they have the strength to, to come and talk to us, yeah. and we learn from them as well. And it takes a so lot to come, it doesn't it? To yeah, knock that absolutely. door to make to make that first step and to yeah. come in and share these thoughts is, is a massive journey, and and we do appreciate them coming. And it's a privilege so for you to be able to, to be so a, a part of that. Yeah. And you know, I'm a firm believer in that we are what we think. Without, without a doubt, you are what you think. Where does it, you get up and you have a bad morning, you you automatically, as you're kind of saying, you think negatively straight away, and that does influence your day. You know, when when you when you gave the quote from Milton, I actually thought that was really emotional. Yeah, it is. And I was yeah. just thinking for and for all of us, but for students, for young students sitting there, if their thoughts, you know, are hell yeah. or heaven, like it's such a tough journey. And to you know, it's it's not easy to turn those thoughts from hell to heaven or from heaven to hell. Yeah. They can go very quick, kind of from heaven to hell. I think, yeah. but it's very hard, to, you know, to turn them from. It's not impossible, yeah. but it's very hard to turn them from from hell to heaven. And that's that's where you need to have the strength to come in and talk yeah, to people. Exactly. Yeah. So there's and, and chat to, and not just to us, chat to any any yeah. any chat to a friend, chat to um, a teacher, mm-hmm. chat to anybody, a parent. I suppose why we why you're so important. You're like the this co- real important cog in the, the the link of the school is because sometimes we're worried. You know, when when a student is very anxious um, and really overwhelmed, sometimes you're frightened of saying the wrong thing. So we know that that you two are the experts on, you know, what what you should be saying and what you should be offering them because sometimes you think I don't I don't want to overwhelm them even more. And I remember. Um, 150 years ago when I was in university I remember reading this quote and like that as well from Milton and this quote is very the same and I remember like I taught a philosophy class here and we used to talk about this Rumi he was a 12th century a Sufi poet. Anybody ever hear of Rumi? You just want to start getting into your literature. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember but we were talking about Rumi? Do you remember you were talking about Rumi the other day? You were saying to me, what about Rumi these days? So, and he was away from the 12th century and he said, you know, um, and, I, and I quoted this so much that my lecturers and colleagues said, like, can you stop quoting that because you cannot find another quote? But it resonated with me so much and I say this to my students all the time. So, this is only part of his quote. See, see it in my memories like now at 54. Um, he said... Uh, this is a poem he had written and he said, I sent my soul to the invisible, a letter of that afterlife to spell. And by and by my soul returned to me and said, I myself am heaven and hell. So it's like you know, that battle that rages in your thought process. It's like there's a constant battle with these thoughts. But really, you're the one that's creating the hell and you're the one that's creating the heaven and you're doing that through your thought process. B, I'll let you take yeah, it from like that. When you, th- when you think about it exactly as you've said, every thought that we have does create the reality. Derek, you're right. We are everything that our thoughts create in us and what we believe it to be. And it is as simple as 
a thought. So if a negative thought is generating a negative feeling, which is exactly what it does, it's not about identifying the thought a lot of the time, because sometimes it's which came first, the chicken or the egg. When you go and meet people, you're not saying to people, ah, how are you thinking today? You say, how are you feeling? Because we're a feeling type of uh, energy. So we feel things more than we realise that we're thinking them. So when students, which is amazing that they can come and speak to you both, they're probably going to say to you, this is how I'm feeling today. Or you may ask them, how are you feeling today? Because it's a, it's a starting point. But does it all start from that thought process? So does that thought process, so that thought, let's say you get up in the morning and you have a really negative thought. You look at the mirror and you say, God, I look terrible today. God, my hair's awful. Does that then have almost like... Um, it's instant. A spiral. Yeah. And then does that actually change your physiology? Does that get into your whole, your, your gut energy? And then suddenly, uh, is anxiety coming from that thought? Is it all linked? So it's totally all linked. Um, and it's the reality of connecting in with the feeling. And that's why it's all about the feeling. Every thought creates it. But if we can generate an understanding of the feeling, then we go back. So yes, I get where you're talking about. You wake up in the morning and you're feeling you're feeling anxious because your thoughts are negative, but you're not making a connection with the thoughts immediately. Mm. Yes, they're all there as soon as you wake up, but you're tuning into the subconscious of those thoughts, making the reality of the feeling. So we almost nearly have to bring it back a step to the day before and say, how would you like to? And this is the, those three questions that I was going to mention, actually. One, how do I feel right now? And the second question, how would I like to feel right now? Because that's where you have the chance and the choice and the opportunity to decide how you would like to feel and then bring it back to the thoughts. So we're... we're Isn't it very much be how you react to your physical? Yes. But then not everybody has the strength or the same capability in this whole area. No. So for you in the morning when you wake up, Let's just say it's the bad hair day, whatever. Yeah. You might react No, I'm not saying... No, no. No, you never have this feeling. <laughs> but say when I wake up and, and I my bald patch is getting bigger, okay? <laughs> if I, if I could have a massive reaction to yeah. that, whereas yeah. the other man mightn't have. And do you know as well, it depends on what's been going on in your day-to-day life. You can react that way on one day and the next day have the same experience but react totally different and that's okay and that's okay and it's because of that that's why everything is so this this it's so interlinked and it's so fluid it's so movable mm-hmm. so as easy as it is to feel negative it is as easy to feel positive but also that's i think true. though when when a student is maybe feeling negative it's important to know it's important to to say that it's very difficult for a student to feel they have a choice. Oh, yes, so absolutely. They don't feel they have a choice. And I think that that's where then, you know, the, it's the communication around um, talking about how they feel. Yes. Um, Opening that narrative, isn't it? That dialogue. Exactly. Yeah. It's the communication because you can often be, be, be working with a student and talking to them and literally see it in them lifting us saying God I never th- I never looked at it like that it's like I a light bulb moment it. isn't it for just them? because you're communicating and you're asking them how do they feel about what that thought meant or what did happen and you might even say about that thought but you might say how do you feel about you know whatever happened um, and then they start describing it and then you might say well what about this and 
And you can literally see it lifting from them. God, I never thought about it like that. And their it whole, starts to change their body the is ch- Their whole bit. body is changing yeah. in front of and your then, eyes So you're almost. nearly educating them that there is a choice because they can't, they don't know. And it, it, we all know it when we're feeling negative. And we all have those moments where you feel crap mm. that um, you don't feel like you have a choice. And it's very, very difficult yeah. to say... Um, I have a choice now to But isn't it wonderful right. that you give them the space yes. that the space is there to be heard and I think that's the biggest that communication to just be heard that it's okay and, and, and it's okay to feel anxious and sad and negative and worried and all of that because that's real and, and that's one of the things about you know the kind of work I do when I'm working with students or, or adults in coaching it is what it is and it's okay And also that other people are feeling it, yeah. that they're not on their own because I'd often have students, I'm sure you yeah, do, yeah. that you, they often yeah. say to me, I'm really lost. I've, I just, I'm not able to do this. I don't know how to do it anymore. I'm just, and they're so, they're so stressed and they're so feeling of anxiety and feel so bad. Um, and they say, and, and everybody else is able to do it and everybody else mm-hmm. just, you know, but I just say to students, just because everybody in your class is sitting there and they all have, you know, two eyes and a nose and mouth and they all look yeah. like they're writing down a few notes. Um, they could be doodling on their pages. They, yeah. they understand and they feel the same. And oftentimes in a class, you you know, someone eventually asks the question of, um, sorry, teacher, I don't understand that. We can just and then the rest of the class erupt with. Um, yeah, I don't understand it, yeah. that either. And and you touched on that, Joanna, in, in that second quote as well, like in the university. And it, every, everybody goes through this. Yeah. Every every youngster, every student, every adult. Yeah. The goal through days of good days and bad days, yeah. negative thoughts, positive thoughts. And it is at the end of the day, it's, it's how you deal with it. Exactly. And sorry, I, I'm sure I, you probably feel the same as well. Not every day is great. Yeah. You know, you wait and you go, oh, my God. But there is always something Again, a little quote. There's yeah. always something great in every day if we can look at that and just pick even, you know, a small moment of it. And I know when you're you're feeling very, very overwhelmed, you don't realise you have the choice. And again, what we're hoping to do, particularly with, you know, all of these podcasts, is to give opportunity to take, that it's okay to take a minute. It's okay to take a minute and go, right, how, how do I feel right now? How would I like to feel? And what do I need? Maybe I need to call Derek or Maeve. Maybe I need to have a cup of tea with one of... Yeah. My, my friends or maybe I need to walk out and get some air it's moment by moment everything is step by step none of us know and maybe it's okay to actually say I'm having a bad day yeah. and I actually yeah. feel crap yeah. and uh, yeah. like you know that that's okay and yeah. you know tomorrow will be better yeah, yeah because it, it, one of the most challenging things to do if we are feeling negative is to try and pretend that it's not happening and suppress those feelings because that's that's not going to help either. So it's it's okay. I'm a real believer in that when you just touch on this. Some people say, I feel some people believe life has to be positive all the time. Yeah. It doesn't. But do you think that some people, they've been almost, that society has sort of made this social mask acceptable that you you pull on this face in the morning and you just are, there's a pretense and an inauthenticity about I'm going to pretend so when you say to somebody how are you feeling yeah yeah I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine because they're so terrified to open up because they don't know if there's going to be a space or they're not, they're going to have that actual space to speak but I think you know that we're in a great time in society because 
the narratives are opened up now around mental health. There's a dialogue now and that we can examine the script that's going on in our head and that we've got somebody to talk to. We've got, we've got a sounding board now, which maybe we wouldn't have. And I remember talking to my sister about this. You know, I'm from a, a youngest of a really, really big, big, massive, big family. Not, wouldn't I tell you how many children, but let's just say it was bigger than normal. But Football it, team. Football, well, two Plus. football teams. <laughs> but I remember, you know, when we were very young, you know, if we had ever said to my mother, I'm not blaming the mothers. I know all the mothers get, you know, it was all the mother's fault. I'm not saying that. But, you know, if we were ever feeling like really having a horrible day, you know, my mother would say, take that face of you and go and do the dishes or take that face of you and get up the stairs and get that laundry done. So you could never say, I don't, I'm not feeling great today. So you sort of get used then to hiding behind this social mask. And like my friend used to say to me, you know, oh, you're in your ivory tower now and the drawbridge is up because I didn't want to talk because I wasn't used to talking. And then I met Maeve and Derek and the floodgates opened. (laughs) (laughs) But I say to students, and I'm going to throw this out here now, you know, I always say to students, I'm going to give you another quote. Are you ready for it? You know, here comes the quote. But, but there was a really famous philosopher, um, Socrates. No, it wasn't. There you go. I'm wrong already. Aristotle. And he said, the unexamined life is not worth living. So I think that, you know, but it does take time to learn how to do this, to, to watch them. It's like you said one day, B, it's like watching them, thoughts go by and you just... I say to my students, you know, take take it out of your head, get it out on the table and have a look at it and see what's going on in there. And this is why I would always say, to, to, especially to educators, you don't know what challenges a student has, where they're coming from. And, and they could have terrible challenges in their lives and they come into that classroom. So I, always, I, I say to myself, I'm not speaking for other teachers, but I always say to myself, you know, Create a very safe space where they're able to speak out. Have a smile on your face that morning. Be pleasant. Have a bit of crack in the class because once they they feel that they can open up and talk, that's when you can say when they walk in the door, you'd say, are you not feeling, are you all right today? What's going on with you today? Oh, I'm, I'm having a rotten day. I'm having a rotten day. You know, and they can open it and they say, what's going on? What's happened? And then you've got that. That's creating the culture, John. It is creating a culture. And that's what we need. And if they're having a, a horrible day, you know, say, look, you know what? Sure, we'll have a chat after class or go over to Maeve and Derek or have a chat or do you know what? Um, away off now with a couple of your friends and why don't you go and tell them what's going on? Because it's only when we can pull that darkness out and you give a bit of light to it by looking at it and then that's when you can start to pick apart well, look at my thought process. Why am I being so negative? And what, where's all that coming from? And can I now change the way I'm thinking? But you can only do that, I think, just from my experience, when you, when you take it out of your head and you get it out into the atmosphere that you can actually say, there's that thought and that thought and that thought. Isn't it nearly like working on it? Like you're working on it. Well, it's, a, it's a lifelong process, like, I think. Like anything else, why would mm. we expect not to have to work on it. Yeah. Our thoughts or our mental yeah. health or our behaviours or anything. Why would we expect them to just be there ordinary as, yeah. uh, you know, and perfect yeah. when we have to work at our exercise, we yeah, have to work everything. at what we eat, we have to work at weight, we have to work at our academics, yeah. we have to work at everything. Why would we, why would we think that... Um, 
It's like your personal development, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I suppose in a way, you know, I remember Ruby Wax talked about, um, she said, an actual fact, we have a Lamborghini sitting at the top of our neck, but we don't know how to drive it. And like really when you think of a thought process, your thought process is responsible for the success that you have in life. And it's 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 responsible for your health. I mean, would you agree with that? Absolutely. Thing? Absolutely. And all I keep thinking of here, you know, we're in we're in a, a, a third level education here. Everybody who's here would have done primary school. You can't go to secondary school really without doing primary school. And primary school gives you the basics and the fundamentals, then secondary and then third level brings you on again. It's the same in life. You know, we've got little challenges that may have happened when we were younger. Sometimes we hold on to them and then it brings us blocks and fears in the future. But each time we progress, we it's kind of being gentle and kind to yourself. We're not perfect. And the moment we realise that, it's liberating. And that nobody else has an expectation of us to be perfect except ourselves. And when we put ourselves under that pressure, then we've got the overthinking Mm. and the overthinking causes low self-confidence, fear and worry. And that generates more negative thoughts. And it actually takes, even though, you know, an awareness of of our our thoughts, if we start the day with things that are practical, Mm. even though the mind might be going, you know, automatically into a negative, um, I think it was um, Eddie Murphy, but not Eddie Murphy, the actor, Eddie Murphy from... Uh, RTE that said they're called ants automatic negative thoughts that they just generate everything so what we're doing and I think you mentioned it as well Maeve about the pause button where do we press pause because the thoughts create the feelings the feelings create the action I feel it works between the thought and the feeling because the action happens nearly automatic a lot of the time. So if we press pause between the thought and the feeling, that's where we have the choice, even though we mightn't realise it, but prepare and practice and, and yeah. how do I want to feel? So you might be feeling very anxious and worried in that moment and you may not feel like asking yourself the question of how would I like to feel right now? But it is a very powerful question because if I'd like to feel, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed, I would suggest that you you choose the feeling of calm as opposed to saying, I want to feel less overwhelmed. So let's bring it into the more positive. I'd like to feel calm. If you're feeling angry or frustrated, then maybe you might like to choose, I'd like to feel in control. I'd like to feel I, I, I'm okay. And then look at the thoughts that will generate that feeling. It may take 10 hours, 12 hours. It's not going to happen instantly, but it takes the momentum of that constantly. So in the morning, if you decide to pick two or three affirmations at work, mm-hmm. it may not feel it at that time, but the the mind has a great way of changing itself mm. with repetition. Mm-hmm. And, we all, and training so, yourself to do yes. that like all the time. Yeah. A reminder, yeah. as you say, yeah. pinch yourself, yeah. put a note on your mirror, yeah. you say, your, say your affirmations. Yeah. We went to primary school and we could all rhyme. I couldn't rhyme it off now, but the times tables, yeah. Yeah. you know, let's rhyme off affirmations like that. And like uh, back to my example of driving the car, like, you know, you, yeah. you can't just go and get driving lessons and know how to drive a car. You have to practice and practice yes. and practice. Yeah. And you won't go and pass your test if you don't go and get all the practice because, OK, 
one thing knowing how to make the car move but it's a different thing knowing how near am I to the curb how near I am to that parked car and it's all experience that comes with it and that's the training and and the experience and the hours you put in and the exact same you know with the the, the training you're you're taught to choose, like that as you say to think how would I like to feel yeah. um, and and that's so important when you said about the pause button because you know and I don't know how you all feel about this, but if you get up in the morning and you immediately start with negative thoughts, it's almost like a spiral of destruction, isn't it? For the, it just drains you, and it, it just it's like it's like being on a conveyor belt of destruction, you know. And until you pause and until you change that thought process, and when you pause it, Joanna, it really actually only takes about forty-five seconds, so less than a minute to start just small momentum of changing it. Now, you may feel, what am I saying that to myself for? But it's so much easier to say negative thoughts to yourself and they gather momentum and they build and in, in, in spiral. The same thing happens for a positive thought. And it could be a simple one. Just I'm a real believer that um, when we have these thoughts, OK, whether you're a student or an adult, these negative thoughts, we're all in a circle of life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we are. And everybody else around us has gone through the circle either people before us or people coming after us they're all going to go through the same circle yeah. I'm a real believer in resilience yeah. mm-hmm. so, awesome. and unless unless we have negative experiences in life we're not going to have resilience mm-hmm. yeah. so as you as you're all saying we, we every one of us we can all learn from negative thoughts yeah. like, and it's it's not necessarily bad to have negative thoughts sometimes not all the time teachers. do you know what I mean it's, and they are yeah, and it's, teachers, it's, they are. it's understanding yeah. isn't it where where the lesson of or the, that we can get from it because resilience is back to the emotional yeah. fitness side of it the exercise it's a muscle mm-hmm. and it only grows with practice yeah. now obviously we don't want huge amount of challenges yeah. but as we get a big challenge it's like what can you get from that big challenge that will help you with the next challenge and the next one and even when I'm in schools talking to students I'd say to them like what you said there it's not about being positive it's not about saying switch on the happy channel and everything will be okay no, it's about looking at strategies and processes that help us become a little bit more positive, resilient, that we can deal with a big challenge or a small challenge that's happening over and over again. I love asking the question as well, why did I react the way I did? Yeah. We'd often be doing things in the office together and we'd might be given out about something wouldn't often we give would, out. We no, not, but, not us. We not out us. No, no, but I love when we, we say, but we'd often say, no, well, uh, you would. Is that why you so, were quiet when we walked yeah. into the room? Isn't it? But you'd ask the question, we'd ask, why did I react the way I did? Yeah. And I, 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 I end up yeah. making that worse than it was like. And you wonder what was what was the trigger? Why did I do it? And it could be any amount of things. It could be you could be tired. It could have reminded you of something that triggered before. And I think you know it's about remembering we're all amazing. We're not perfect. We're not meant to be. And you know, B, it was okay to react the way I did, yeah. but change it the next time. Yeah, yeah. learn from it. But I mean, yeah. isn't it brilliant to actually stop and ask yeah. that question? And acknowledge yeah. it. Do you think yeah. you should acknowledge oh, it? Oh, yeah. And even if it's a bad reaction, just acknowledge it. Yeah. We, all, we all make mistakes. Yeah, everybody. Even <laughs> no, she never no. made a mistake in her life. I don't no. believe it. But you know, and here comes the science bit. You know, when you do the fairy liquid ad and it goes, and here comes the science bit. You know, when scientists say about your thoughts create these neural pathways it's like they fire together you have a thought you know and then but they say that by changing your thought process you're creating new neural pathways because you know the way some people say oh well effort can't change this but this is the way I've always been I've always been like that but science will tell you what's that called Maeve when 
synopsis. Oh, there you go, nice. Yeah, Master's in psychology there. That's why I'm asking you. That's why you're here. She did a research last night. Just to tell me that I'm just to tell me that I'm not saying something right. But you know what I mean, synopsis. So you can, because some people say I can't change. This is the way I've always been. But the scientists will tell you that you can. It's about firing up new pathways. So I always, I say to people that, you know, students say to me, but Joanne, I'm always been like this. I'm not going to change now. Look at the age of me now. And I say, you know, you have those pathways of negative thinking. But what you want to do is just, instead of going down that road, get your brain to create new pathways so that eventually you'll not go down that avenue at all. That road will become obsolete. Yeah, It's recognising when and this is a simple thing again, and all of the things that we talk about are very simple. They're not, yeah. they're not, you know, uh, anything that's too overwhelming. But sometimes the simple things aren't here always. Here was me yeah. thinking easy. we were academics. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but you're know you talking mean? about simple. What are you saying? They're, we're simple. They're not always the easiest. Yeah. You know, something can be too simple that you go can't be that easy. Yeah. Uh, but actually, it is. Yeah. You know, and it's the small things. If you can recognise what makes you feel good, yeah. and it doesn't matter. You know, people think. It's the greatest, yeah. you know, experience that's going to make you feel good. It could and be just looking at the sunshine. One of these simple things as well, like it's the imagery around thoughts. Yeah, so, yeah very powerful. Um, mm. So powerful. So um, I used to work in a, in a primary school and um, I remember hearing, and it always sticks with me, um, about, you know, the children aren't, weren't allowed to run in the yard. You know, you could, you could run, skip, hop or jump. Sorry, walk, skip, hopper, jump. You weren't allowed to run. So imagine you know, children the, not allowed to run. Yeah, all that energy, in, in the have. yard. Yeah, because there's just too many children for safety. So uh, teachers on duty would regularly say, "Stop, stop running, stop running." So what's in the child's head is the image of someone running. So that's what they're left with. They go away and they're left with imagery of running, um, and that's their thought process. Then running, whereas you want to tell them what you want the behaviour to be. So instead of saying stop running, you'd say walk, walk, walk. And then the child has an imagery of somebody walking. So now they're going away with a walking. It's it's in their subconscious. Yeah. So yeah. they're walk, you know, so it's, and that's affecting the thought process. And that's so simple. Simple. So it's simple. like when everybody says, don't look now. What do we do? We look immediately because it's like we don't hear the don't nearly. It's the it's the action, isn't it? So that's exactly what you've described there, the action. So somebody comes into a restaurant and somebody says to you, don't look behind you now, but that woman and you go, well, I told you not to look. Immediately yeah. because you're, it, it's, it's a subconscious reaction that you do. And our thoughts are very much that. And I know when you were saying that, Derek, about, you know, identifying why we react in certain ways. It's really, really powerful to look at that and then get into the the, the creative process of thinking mm-hmm. in a positive way that you know will relate to the next positive feeling that you have, which then makes it proactive. Now, Your I, know, I know we could talk all day and especially Derek, he could talk, <laughs> well, he could talk to 12 o'clock one tonight. Thing, huh? yeah, an analogy, we had a funny moment yesterday in, in the office and it was, you know, it goes back to thoughts as well and when you ask the question, is the glass half full or half empty? Mm-hmm. And it's often asked of students quite a lot. And uh, our answer is always, the glass is refillable. Oh, wow! Well. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think Derek yeah. was... Yeah, no, that was Derek. No, no, sorry. And it's okay to have negative thoughts. Derek, you know and what we people say? are always going to have them. That's brilliant. I love that, That's very good. It's okay to have negative thoughts. We'll always have them. It's how you deal with they're them. Life, and they? seek help. And, and as you know. say, they, they, are the, they are the thoughts that eventually lead to resilience in us. Yeah. Because we have to learn to overcome them thoughts and change them. Now, 
This is great crack. We could keep talking all night, couldn't we? But we have to get to the questions. Oh, great. Okay. So um, now we had lots and lots and lots of questions that came in and I only had to just pick six of them for now because I knew that we've a limited time in the podcast. So one of, and the students just asked to be anonymous. They're just a wee bit nervous about, they didn't know what was, you know, they just wanted to stay anonymous for now. So the first question that we had, and it's a really, it was a really important question, actually, and very profound can I change my thoughts or are they cemented so strongly within me that I am destined to live with these negative thoughts for the rest of my life? Very powerful question. Very powerful. I think it really, I think you have to, without going into too much detail, you know, it depends where the thoughts have come from and what created the thoughts. Yeah. So a much more serious issue is going to take a longer time mm. to get rid of the negative thoughts. Yeah. It's like, a, I'm going to say like a fight which are girlfriend or boyfriend this morning that negative thought is much quicker and easier to change yeah. mm-hmm. so it takes a lot of work to change much deeper rooted thoughts mm-hmm. and so you need to examine you need to examine where they're coming from as you say and identifying where they're coming from it could be, be some very strong trauma or something yeah. yet even actually find out where that thought process is coming from mm. or stemming from so mm. and even the fact that that student has brought this up and has mentioned it that means that they're on the road if this is their situation they're on the road to dealing with this already yeah so if you're willing to change it yeah Exactly. B, what do you think of that first question? So what's, what was the last so part of it Can I change there? my thoughts? Yeah. Or are they cemented so strongly within me that I am destined to live with these negative thoughts for the rest of my life? So again, very, very powerful. Um, and the fact that they've said, you know, am I destined to live with them for the rest of my life? Is they have an awareness of their thoughts, mm-hmm. which is great because once you have the awareness, then you can do something about that if you choose to. And obviously the work, I think Derek spotted it there, there is work going on mm-hmm. for this student already, which is brilliant. Um, but absolutely there are ways of changing your thoughts once you've got the right structure. If it's a deeper rooted stuff, whether it's CBT or NLP that somebody's working with, um, but on a daily basis, just one small step, one small change, reflecting and looking at something differently. Um, I love Wayne Dyer, so I made throw a few quotes out by Wayne but he says when we change the way we look at things the things we look at change and it's just having to have the insight to ask that question I believe this student has the insight now to open up and look at things differently and see how I think on some level without going too deep we can be very um, we can be uh, what's the word feel a lot of comfort in the negative feelings they're familiar to us and we kind of hold on to them because well if I don't hold on to them then who am I without them or how can I be defined if I'm not in this place because it's become so the norm and there is fear of stepping outside that and it's you know what if so I think Absolutely. There's huge potential. And keep tuning in because uh, these are great questions. And the next question was, can negative thoughts actually affect my health? That's interesting, isn't it? Well, we can we can all know that even on just such a a basic level of um, we talked about already about even bad hair day mm. how does that make you feel for the day like yeah. <laughs> you know it does affect sorry but you know it, it can set us off in a direction so yes it, the negative the negative thoughts then I would certainly believe you know if we keep going in that circle, um, you know, does provide for 
other negativities in life as well. And it can end up, you know, in in other areas showing itself in bad health. Um, maybe your eating habits then, you know, could could suffer as well. Your exercise could suffer because you're just, you know, you're you're thinking negatively the whole time. You're thinking, why would I bother? Like, I look terrible, if, you know. I'm fat, I I just, you know, I feel bad, all these different things. And it has a knock on. So then you might eat terribly, you might, you know, so it does affect um, other areas of your life. And, it, and it can it affect people around you as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is, you might want them to and you might mean them to and you might be in a bad place, but they can have a negative effect. A negative energy, yeah, I mean, you're creating energy, yeah. that negative energy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, we're going to ask a final question because we're actually running out of time. Can't believe it. Uh, we could sit here now and all we need, if we had a few glasses of wine now, we could sit here at 12 o'clock at night. Well, we can we? do that for the next one. We'll do that for the yeah. next yeah. one. Absolutely. Not, not that we're saying we drink on the job or anything like that. But so we'll ask this final question um, and I'll pose this to to everybody here. Um, can I really create my life from my thoughts? Yes, is the answer. Yeah. Um, I, I really believe that because um, every thought that we have creates the reality that we experience. By pressing that pause button and even hearing it, it can help you to realise it. But we all decided we were going to do this podcast, didn't we? Yeah. It started with a thought. No, we're trying to make it. No, I'm. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, well, no. You were forced yeah, to, but then we really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it started with a thought, and it was that thought created the reality. That, and I like to keep it like a simple like that and say, yeah. well, we're here sitting here today. Yeah. So our thoughts did create this reality. Yeah. So when it when it's into uh, our thoughts creating how we want to feel. We know there's a direct impact in that. So choose how you would like to feel. I think the feeling is what creates even more uh, wonderful experiences. So when I feel happy, I'm going to do things that are going to generate that and they're going to bring more experiences. So it can look at it both ways. But let's, you know, for today, look at a, a positive thought creating a positive feeling that creates the reality that we experience. And I... Uh, I would only literally say on that question is that is our thinking not everything? Our thoughts are they not everything? Do they not control everything? To do every aspect us? of our every life, every aspect in in every single our relationships, moment our of the health, day, our everything, we're thinking, our success and, our, and work, yeah, everything. Totally. So of course our thoughts are yeah important. So important. I'll say two things. Oh, of course. No, 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 no. The first one was no. Anyway, no, I won't say it now. No, the first one was no. What I started with was we are what we think, without a doubt. But the second thing was, and just it just cropped into my head about negative thoughts. I'm not going to lie. Coming over here, I was being negative. I was saying, I don't know what we're saying over here today. I don't know. I don't know what I have to say. What am I going to contribute? You give an idea. Yeah, I was. And therefore, I got I negative straight away. I knew it. And yet, after the experience, it was just lovely. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I created this feeling of fear. And that probably came out of fear and yeah. that I wouldn't be good enough or all this kind of stuff. I mean, or that you wouldn't know what to talk about. Yeah. So therefore, you became negative. You were but worried that, that you yeah. weren't prepared. And, yeah. and it's unfamiliar. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfamiliar. But I let myself get there. Yeah. And, and, and I love that, if you don't mind me saying, that we're passionate about what we do. Preparation is great to have a structure. But when you know what you feel yeah. about what you're doing, it yeah. it happens. So, you know, you're amazing. 
You can lead so the you. next one. You're all amazing. Yeah, you're, you're amazing. Can lead, you can lead the next Rob, one, Derek. Rob, you're amazing too. <laughs> I'm right there looking at us. You should have gone. You should have gone to my school, the school of winging it, and then you wouldn't <laughs> wear any of these things. You just come in and you just wing it. I am no good no, at winging it. No, I don't. I'm always prepared. I'm not winging it. No. I think we couldn't. We couldn't end on a better thing than yeah, what Derek has really said. Yeah, yeah. No, but I just thought that I was being yeah. negative outside, and that happens to everybody. You, yeah. you, uh, but it's not like you know that that's the real world. Like that yeah. that's that's really what you felt yeah, just there today now and so I do continue for counselling yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's honesty <laughs> and, and, and being you know authentic so yeah. brilliant yeah. absolutely that's wonderful you know we're going to have to end it honestly I don't want to end it it's great we'll it's just be back again tomorrow we'll be back again tomorrow, we'll be back again tomorrow. <laughs> we won't go to work we'll just have a podcast we'll just have these chats exactly so Thanks, I'm, I'm going to say so much thanks as always. I only got to know um, B a few weeks ago, but we're kindred spirits. Oh, absolutely. It was like we knew each other all we our lives. We knew each other all our lives. We just knew we were destined for this. But thanks so much. And you always you. enlighten us and you bring a lovely calmness and a lovely logic and everything, you know, to proceedings. And it's fantastic. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much being here. And of course, where would we be? B, where would we be, <laughs> pardon the pun, without Maeve Nemo and Derek Ball. And as I said, and really and truly, I know maybe you don't hear this a lot, but students love going to the two of you and they say, you know, it's fantastic. And even students, I, those students that I, that came to meet me today, they were at the first things, how's Maeve and Derek? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, you're so important and you don't understand how important you are in creating a safe space for students to go and talk and it's it's fantastic that they can air their problems and their fears and their worries and all of that to the two of you. So thank you so much. It was a great experience. Thank you so much to Rob. Thanks Where so would we be Rob. without Rob? Rob sorts all the, our IT and he directs us and he's been Shaking his fist editing. and he's Most been pointing his finger at us and he's been saying all these things to because we, we had already tried to keep Maeve in check today because I tell you some of the things she comes out with. But listen, thanks very much, folks. And thanks and to you, Joel. Thanks for yeah, more than welcome. More than welcome. So hopefully this is this is actually our second podcast, but our first podcast today was not official, really. This is our really official podcast, but we're hoping that this is going to be a regular, and you know we're going to try to get. Obviously, B, you're going to be with us for six weeks and hopefully Maeve and Derek as well for those particular six weeks. And then Maeve and Derek later on, you hopefully come in to talk about CAO and all of those things that students need information Derek on. They'll be knocking the door down every week, don't we? We'll be knocking the door down every week. will indeed. So thank you very much, everybody. And it was just a lovely afternoon. And thank you for being a part of it and for sharing all your Words of wisdom. Derek, have you a quote to finish on No, I'm, just, I'm going to fill that last that was half empty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's With water. Okay. <laughs> With water. <laughs> okay, thanks very much, everybody, and we'll see you all soon. 